What a man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does he not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? Welcome, welcome back, wonderful people. You are tuned into another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. In this space, every single week, we acknowledge a Black creative entrepreneur, businessman, or woman for doing what they do best. And this week's creative is Black and Vegan. Imani Cochran is the content creator of this delicious vegan recipes. Her Instagram page is loaded with fun, festive, and creative ways to have delicious meals while staying healthy. Now, that is something that we all can do. We can challenge each other this week to replace an unhealthy meal with something healthy off of this page. That would be great. From loaded nachos, love it, cinnamon rolls, from savory to sweet, she has the recipes. For more information on Black and Vegan, you can visit her on Instagram at Black and Vegan, which is B-L-K and Vegan. Now we are going to jump into this episode, 10 Toes Down, and continue the conversation that we had last week. Now, if you missed out on that goodness, I want you to, after this episode, go back and look up the previous episode, we talked about last week, how can you love God and hate me? It is impossible to say and claim that we love God whom we've never seen. And we hate and can't stand our brothers and sisters that we see every single day. Mm -mm, Can't happen. We address that as well as the condition that our nation and the people within our nation is in. And we are going to keep the ball rolling because these conversations are important. And the word of God definitely tells us what we need to do in order to equip ourselves to be our best and to represent Christ and to move God's kingdom forward. So um, just just to continue, I want to talk about um, the sadness. And I know it's it's, it's kind of you know, it's probably not the an upbeat conversation to have. But certainly, I want to talk about how there is so much wickedness in this world. And along with that, like, just thinking about how we've never really had a world of peace. There's, there has always been war. There's always been division. And that happened because whenever... When sin entered the world, it brought calamity and destruction and division. And so we never really experienced what God really wanted us to have. And when it comes to people in power and abusing that power, that oftentimes happens. Like it's really hard to see like the sin and the hatred and the the proudness and the authority that comes right behind it. There is no shame and no remorse, especially when you look on the news and you see that the Wilmington, North Carolina police officers by the name of Kevin Piner, yes, and Jesse Moore, I'm calling y'all out, 
can say things like, we're going to buy weapons to slaughter black people. And I'm paraphrasing because the language they used was so graphic and scary. It is so dangerous that people in power can manipulate their power. And even folks that feel like they are protected by the law can just cut up. Now, today we're going to be talking about Black Lives Matter and how heroic this movement is. But not just that, we're going to talk about how people are offended by the term and even by the movement of Black Lives Matter. Now, I'm going to read a statement or just an introduction to what Black Lives Matter is. If you don't know what it is, I'm pretty sure you've heard it in the news, seen it in the streets, and I want to bring a little bit more light to it. So Black Lives Matter was founded in 2013 in response to the acquittal of Trayvon Martin's murderer. Black Lives Matter is a foundation Um, It is a global organization in the UK, the US, and in Canada, whose mission is to eradicate white supremacy and build local power to intervene in violence afflicted on Black communities by the state and vigilantes. By combating um, violence, creating space for Black imagination, innovation, and creating Black joy. Black Lives Matter is a beautiful movement, in my opinion. Literally, we are not out here trying to take over the world and repay the hate with hate. We are trying to make sure that Black lives are valued, that we have dignity, that justice is brought to us, and that we live. That is not too much to ask. As citizens of America, we are not valued. Our dignity is stripped from us. Justice does not come to us. Even when we fight hard, I can remember when Trayvon Martin's, um, when he got shot, even before the trial, I can remember being in my room on the floor in prayer and I just wept and I cried and I cried because someone lost their life and not even by a cop, by a vigilante, by somebody that felt I'm protected by the system so I can do whatever I want to whoever I want and not have to pay for it. It broke my heart. And not even just my heart, but the hearts across the world from numerous accounts of black men and women losing their lives, beaten, beaten, just so many heinous things, awful things happening to black bodies. This is the reason why we shout black lives matter. At the same time, as we shout Black Lives Matter, there are some people that say all lives matter. Now, some people may agree with this. Some folks, their stomachs may turn. Their eyes may roll. 
but I don't want y'all to be fooled. When people say all lives matter, that is a cover-up. That is a cover-up from them refusing to say Black Lives Matter. And yes, though it is a true statement that everybody's life has a purpose and it's meaningful and it matters, the thing about it is, if you can't say Black Lives Matter, then Black lives are not included in your all lives. The fact that there have been so many cases of black men and women whose lives were taken and the government turned their heads and looked the other ways and said, oh, well, we're not going to pursue this case anymore. That is an example of black lives not mattering. When a black resume and a white resume goes for the same position, and the black resume is turned down because their name is too ethnic or because we don't want, I mean, whatever the case may be, because you can really just make stuff up as you go along. That's how racism works. That's how hatred works. That's how society works. You can literally make stuff up as you go along. When black people are not treated equally in this country, that is an example how black lives are not valued like other lives. So when you say all lives matter, I want you to include black lives. Because when you say black lives matter, you are saying all lives matter. We're not saying that no one else is important. For example, it's summertime. It's hot, right? My AC, let's say if my AC is broken, I need to fix my AC. Don't come to me talking about, but what about your heater? All appliances matter. Well, yeah, the heater is cool. The heater is not broken. That's not the problem. The only thing that is the problem is my AC, especially when it's hot. So I'm not going to put all my attention on this heater to have it work in the summertime when I need my AC on and I'm burning up. Do you see what I'm saying? It's not the fact that other ethnic, other ethnicities don't matter. Other nationalities don't matter. It's not that. But we have to focus on the issue. And the issue is that black lives are being abused. And our message as black people and people that just love people in general is that black lives matter. And another example I can go with is Corona versus cancer. Right now we are in a pandemic. This pandemic is killing people left and right. Tens of thousands of cases are being brought forth day to day. We are trying to put as much research into finding a cure, a vaccine for this coronavirus. Does that mean that cancer doesn't matter? No. But the fact that coronavirus is running rampant in our world, we need to put some energy in finding a a solution and a vaccine for this. Well, we don't need to do that because all all viruses and all diseases matter. Like, yeah, we know that y'all. But right now we need to focus on COVID-19. 
And if y'all been keeping up with the news, the our unfortunate president is wanting to actually stop the research for the vaccine because he says that we have it under control. Y'all pray for him. Y'all pray for our country and pray for healing for our nation. Now, I want to take y'all to the word of God. Like I always say, the word of God will always stand. Um, We're going to go to Luke chapter 15, verses four through seven. And I'm going to read that to you. And we're going to take some time and sit with it and, and just see what the word of the Lord says about it. What a man of you having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does he not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? And when he finds it, he lays it on his shoulder and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors and says to them, rejoice with me for I have found my sheep, which was lost. I say it to you like, likewise, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents over 99 for just persons who we need no repentance. Y'all in Jesus's eyes, all the sheep were important. But there was one that was in danger. And like we talked about last week, the love of God extends to people beyond what society conditions us to love and who who society conditions us to hate. Jesus loves everybody. But there was one sheep in particular that was in danger. And Jesus was like, okay, well, the 99 of y'all, y'all cool. So I'm going to leave you right here and I'm going after my sheep because that one life is important to me and that one life is worth fighting for. For So for all of those Christians that say they don't want to say black lives matter, but all lives matter, think of that scripture, how Jesus went after that one how Jesus wants us to go after that one. The 99 is cool. But if somebody is in danger, that life is important. And it works hand in hand with the Black Lives Matter movement. Black people are being targeted. The rest of y'all is cool. When it comes to this movement, we have many issues within it. But as far as black lives... We need to support. We need to go after that. We need to extend love. We need to cover and protect and fight for what is right. Just like in Luke chapter 15. Jesus will leave the 99 to pursue the one. And I also want to even address this thing about colorblindness. When people say, that I don't see color, what do you do at a traffic sign? (laughs) What do you do at a traffic light when you see the green, yellow, and red? Well, I don't see color. Yes, you do. Don't say that you don't see color because God created all the colors. 
and the colors are beautiful and they are here for us to see and for us to celebrate. And I also want to be very clear that colorblindness is a dangerous thing. For someone to say, oh, I don't see your color, Kendra. You are ignoring and dismissing my experience as a black woman. Oh, that didn't happen to you because you're a black woman. You know, that happens to people, you know. No, there are some things that I will be discriminated against because I am a black woman. Right? So when it comes to folks saying, I don't see color, I need you to rub your eyes and open them because you see me. And it's a good thing to see me because I see you too. And color isn't a bad thing. But it's something that is beautiful. Y'all, we have a long way to go in this world. But I believe in the power of prayer. We've had made slow progress. Yes, but there are so many more miles and marches to go. We're not done yet. This work is not complete. And as a believer... And for those that are listening that are believers, we cannot take a back seat to these issues. I don't care if you're black, if you're white, if you are East to Asian, I don't care what color you are. Everybody, regardless of their race, ethnicity, political preference, is a child of God. And you should always love and extend love to God's children. Even if you don't know how to fight for black lives, well, what can I do? What can be my part in this whole thing? Start with yourself. Pray and ask God, Lord, Jesus, please reveal in me my issues and my biases when it comes to the Black Lives Matter movement, when it comes to black people in their their community. God, if I have Put myself in a position to where I'm making myself colorblind. God, I pray that you open my eyes to see what needs to be done and starting in me. If you have family members or friends that use offensive language that are, you know, using hatred and just basically if if they cutting up, if they doing stuff that's not cool, you can correct them in love. You ain't got to get on their head. You ain't got to point your finger in their face. You ain't got to get disrespectful. But correcting people and showing, you know what? Don't go there with the whole black lives matter, all lives matter thing. God loves everybody. But right now, black folks are being targeted. And if you say that all lives matter and that all people are important, you will support black lives. You will support black communities. We have to start within ourselves. And ask the Lord to do a work in us. And then give us the tools on how to speak to other people in their ignorance. Because some people just don't know. But it's our responsibility. It's our, it's our, (laughs) excuse me. It's our responsibility to let these people know what's up. So we are coming to a portion in our episode, Our People's Prayer. This is a portion of every single episode to where we go before the throne of grace and pray fervently and passionately to our father to hear our cries. So 
with all minds clear. Father God, we just thank you so much for life. God, we thank you, Jesus, for bringing us to this moment, for bringing us to this message. God, I thank you, God, for protecting our lives this far, Lord Jesus. God, I'm praying right now for people that have broken hearts over their lost loved ones from police brutality, oh God, from people in our world that hate us based on the color of our skin. God, it does not get easy when our loved ones are lost and they are abused and mistreated. God, I pray that you give us peace in our hearts. I pray that you give us comfort, Lord God, and that you bring justice. God, for even those people that are blinded with, I don't see color and that ignore the fact that black lives are at high risk of danger. God, I pray that you open their eyes and that you give them the vision and allow them to see us like you see us as your children, as your beloved. God, I pray right now that you give us the authority of the Holy Ghost and give us wisdom in how to fight in this movement. God, I pray that you give us strength in the name of Jesus, that we are able to use wisdom to get our point across, that you soften the hearts that are hardened and that you protect us, God, from dangers seen and unseen. God, protect our young black men and our black women and our black children, our households, Lord God. Protect those people that are out protesting and fighting, oh God, that are marching, Lord Jesus, God, I ask you that whatever it is that you have us to do, that you bring, that we bring you glory, that we represent you well, that we are safe and that our message is heard. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all, that is the word on the street for this week. If you enjoyed this message, I want you to copy and paste this. Send it out to whoever needs to hear this. All your folks that are for Black Lives Matter, all your folks that are for All Lives Matter, they need to hear this message. If you want to keep up with your girl, head on over to IG and search me under um, underscore Creek with Kendra. And y'all, I'll be back at the mic next week. Until next time, beautiful people, be blessed.